This is Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. And now your host, Michael O'Fallon. Republican globalists and progressive Democrats are rejoicing because the final Cyber Ninjas audit in Arizona showed that the auditor's final hand count, which quadruple-checked every single one of the 2.1 million ballots, matches Maricopa County's official machine count. Fake news should be, so what? Because for those complaining about the irregularities in the 2020 election, The question was never about miscounting. Instead, it was about the claim that an inordinate number of the ballots in the Joe Biden pile didn't come from real people. Instead, they were alleged to have been faked. And the audit confirms almost 60,000 wrongfully counted ballots that could easily switch the Arizona Electoral College vote from Biden to Trump. No wonder Saiba Ninjas says the Arizona result should not have been certified. There are two documents at issue here, one of which is a purported final draft of the executive summary from Cyber Ninjas, which I'll get into in just a moment here, and the other of which is a cover letter that Karen Fan, the Arizona Senate president, sent to Mark Burnovich, the Arizona Attorney General. So the Arizona State President's Fan's cover letter offers the meaningless conclusion that a hand count matched the machine count. Well, so what? And that's what the mainstream media and globalist websites are all cheering about, including Fox, which you may remember was the first to call Arizona for Biden. Yep, it was Fox, not NBC, not CBS, not CNN. It was Fox. That's what they are all crowing about, that the hand count matched the machine count. And again, well, so what? So they need to hold their horses because in the same letter, in a small bow to honesty, the letter also points out the systemic problems with election security. The five bullet points in that letter can be summarized in the following fashion. One, absentee ballots were inadequately verified. Two, voter rolls do not match the ballots as well as showing duplicate and dead people. Three, amateurs oversaw election technology and machinery they didn't understand and misused. Four, private companies had the passwords to the vote counting machines. And five, election officials deleted material, making it impossible to do a truly accurate audit. Now, in legal terms, they deliberately spoliated evidence which I'm guessing might be illegal under statutory requirements, that all voting data must be preserved for 22 months after an election. So in other words, even though the hand-counted paper ballots matched the machine count, there were some huge and dangerous irregularities going on with this election. But wait, there is more. And this is the really important part because it shows the big lie. As Jim Hoft at Gateway Pundit notes, a purported final draft of the actual audit summary said that, quote, the 2020 presidential election had 
57,734 ballots that should have not been counted and should have been set aside, investigated, or removed. Considering that the margin of Biden's victory was only 10,457 votes, the presence of 57,734 ballots that were improperly counted is pretty irrelevant. And so that's where we get to the actual audit info from Cyber Ninjas. Their letter does not say that everything is fine and Biden absolutely won. Instead, having found invalid ballots in numbers more than five times greater than Biden's victory numbers, the audit's conclusion is that, and I quote, the election should not be certified and the reported results are not reliable, end quote. But you didn't see that on Drudge Report. You probably didn't see that on Fox News. See, the election problems that Secretary of the Arizona State fans' letter ignored trace back to mail-in voting. Again, an invitation to fraud. And then, of course, improper voter registration management. And do recall that Democrats routinely fight efforts to clean up voter rolls. Because of those problems, wrote Cyber Ninjas, quote, 57,734 ballots with serious issues were identified in the audit. These issues include improper voter registration, improper votes, and discrepancies in the registration. This is a conservative estimate, as there were other identified problems that were not quantified nor included in that total likely resulting in a much larger number of flawed ballots, additional issues identified, backdated registrations, multiple voter registrations, linked to the same voter affidavit, voters without records in a commercial database, and printing defects rendering thousands of ballots as suspicious, end quote. So the executive summary highlights numerous issues with ballot integrity, including... 10,000 double votes across county lines, tens of thousands from voters who had moved and could not legally have received the ballots they purportedly cast, files missing from the election management systems, that's called EMS, from that server, corrupt or missing ballots on the EMS, computer logs that were deliberately overwritten, duplicated ballots without serial numbers, missing chain of custody documentation, statistical anomalies in the way ballots were folded compared to the claimed number of mail-in ballots, and lastly, a statistically significant increase in the number of provisional ballot rejections because mail-in ballots were cast, suggesting that people's votes were stolen. Now, I assume that it is possible to argue that Cyber Ninja's conclusions about invalid votes are wrong, but one cannot argue about the fact that Fan's letter misrepresents the key point in the audit, namely that invalid ballots exceeded Biden's margin of victory by almost six times, making the election certification basically erroneous. So her chipper assurance that the computer tallied all those paper ballots, regardless of how fraudulent or erroneous those ballots were, is basically tantamount to a fraud by omission. And the really grotesque thing about all of this is that the GOP and folks like Fox News are just fine with that lie. And that's because this, and this is something that Ambassador Alan Keyes made very clear to me 
over a decade ago. The Uniparty in Washington, D.C. and the MSM is real. The globalist technocratic swamp is a real thing. And guess what? You're not part of it. And so what you can learn from this election fiasco is that even when the proof is given of a manipulated, manufactured fake win for a fake Democrat president, that proof will also be manipulated and twisted to appear to be in favor of the fake Democrat president who is doing the bidding of China and Klaus Schwab in his attempt to play both ends against the middle. Millions of good American citizens are fired from their jobs because they won't take the fake vaccine, which isn't even a vaccine, really, at all, because they've changed the definition of what it is to be a vaccine, just like they twist and obfuscate everything that they want to have operational success in the end in regards to their goals. So as this nation is now crumbling under the weight of all the horrible decisions by the Biden presidency and the Pelosi and Schumer-led Congress, and as this nation favors illegal acts over sovereign citizens, and as this nation disintegrates its own borders, and as this nation heads to hyperinflation and the devaluation of its own currency, and as this fake president turns our nation's military against its own citizens, it may be good to pause right now and remember what a fertile fallacy is. It's a lie that has legs. A lie that has a kernel of truth within it, but it is a subjective, corrosive, temporary lie, which is meant to change the immediate direction for the sake of reflexivity. That wheel of a feedback loop that circulates the fertile fallacy, reflexivity, for the purposes of their intended and planned operational success. And what was considered operational success of this last election? To get Trump out. And to get a servant of the push for global citizenry in who will disrupt and dismantle America. As the globe creates, now, the supranational state, not just in America, but everywhere across the globe, destroy their economies, eliminate legacy wealth. Out with the old nation, the old financial system, the old way of life, the old family structures, the old capitalism, and your old faith, and in with the new global supernation, the new socialism, the new oligarchy, the new way of global citizenship, where your family is the state and the state is your family, and the new subjective church that peddles the false gospel of vengeance and resentment. Welcome to the new dystopian world of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. If you want your old way back, I hate to tell you this, but you're going to have to fight for it. Because the basics of what happened in the election and why it happened basically boils down to this. 
You see, Donald Trump wanted a great America. Donald Trump wanted a strong America. Donald Trump wanted a prosperous America. Donald Trump wanted a great economy. Donald Trump wanted Americans to have opportunity. Donald Trump wanted a strong American military to protect our nation and its people. Donald Trump wanted to help all Americans, regardless of their political status. He wanted a great America. Joe Biden wants a dismantled America. Joe Biden wants a weak America. Joe Biden wants to bring down America's economy. Joe Biden wants to take away the liberties and opportunities of Americans. Joe Biden wants a woke military that will attack its own people and its own constitution. You see, Joe Biden wants to disrupt and dismantle America. Joe Biden wants to destroy America as we know it. That is what this last election was all about. This was not hyperbole when I warned you about it in 2020 and in 2019 and in 2018 and in 2017. And now you see it. And maybe you're beginning to understand now why I started Sovereign Nations five years ago. Because I want to protect and defend the sovereignty of the United States of America. And having demoralized and created hopelessness among the bulk of the population, the next step for this ruling elites that are now in, their next step that they had to accomplish was to remove Donald Trump and install their hand-picked puppet and their controlled Congress. Using the cover of the pandemic over 2020, they absolutely, and in many cases unconstitutionally, altered the election laws in swing states to accommodate massive voter fraud and buried any negative stories about Joe Biden and his family while censoring the alternative media. And now, they have unleashed their delusional madness for all the world to see. And many Americans and citizens in other Western nations know what is happening is wrong. And they understand that it's going to lead to chaos in very dark places. Yet too many, far too many, are fearful of being shouted down. Their fear of, of being ostracized and censored for saying anything about it. But that can't be an excuse to remain quiet. And on the contrary, it must be the inspiration to speak out in every form available to one's family, to one's church, to one's neighborhood, to one's town or your state, to your nation. See, because this can be fixed. And this nation can be restored if enough join together, stand up, 
come together and resist this clear and present danger. I'm Michael O'Fallon, and this has been Public Occurrences, Both Foreign and Domestic. Thank you.